0: Welcome to the Sovereign Goddess podcast, authentic soul sessions with modern medicine women and goddess penures alike to empower and support the Sovereign Goddess as she builds her queendom with grace. We are gathered here to support you as you embark on the journey to honor all facets of the human experience. It's my great pleasure to be with you today. I'm your host, Sabrina Riccio, Solistic Alchemist and Visionary behind Shamanessa Gadessa. As we embark on this vulnerable and authentic spiritual journey together, we are gathered here to recognize our divinity and radiate our truth. We are here to be the light we wish to see in the world. I invite you to relax, grab a cup of tea, clear the air and say a prayer with some plant medicines, and join us in our sacred ceremony. Deep bow, sister, for embarking on this beautiful journey with us. Now let's get started and allow the miracles to unfold. how's it going i'm back welcome to this episode of the sovereign goddess podcast authentic conversations with medicine women and goddess penores alike inspiring you to build your queendom with grace i'm your host sabrina riccio and i'm back it's been a while but to be honest i was on the verge of a mental breakdown um I had to be able to listen to my intuition and kind of disconnect for a while. And so one Sunday, I decided to book a trip to Costa Rica. And then four days later, I'm at this beautiful retreat center, helping out my sister and friend Sahara Rose and Zuke on their Movement as Medicine retreat. And I offered some sound healing and was kind of like the unofficial third leader of the pack, um, really helping the other girls and offering what I can to really support this beautiful transformation we all really witnessed. I'm really excited to be back. I also uh, needed to fill up my cup and I slept on the jungle floor for three days, partying till sunrise at Envision Festival, which is this music and yoga festival festival. Um, in the middle of the jungle, and that experience in itself was a lot of the medicine I needed. Um, my history and my background comes a lot from music festivals, as some of you may know. Um, if you don't know, I was—I I had my own company. Uh, started back in 2011. It was called Peace Love EDM, and I was a music journalist then, um, but I had to stop <laughs> because it was evident to me that being on the path of music journalism was not my path. It taught me a lot. Um, it really was a major catalyst for me to be who I am today. And, uh, when I used to interview DJs, you know, I learned a lot about, um, how I wanted to conduct interviews. And actually that experience is what really inspired me to start this podcast up. And, uh, Allow myself to just speak and present incredible women and even share my story a little bit to really inspire you and to help you realize that you're not alone on this journey and you have every right to reclaim your sovereignty and to allow yourself to live the life far beyond your wildest dreams. And so. I'm back, I'm feeling refreshed, and I'm actually back with some gnarly bites. <laughs> I have this like crazy spider bite, like, on my butt right now, and I'm doing what I can to extract the poison out. I'm pretty sure I got it when I was sleeping, and shit happens when you party naked, man. that's all I gotta say.) Um, I'm doing my best to avoid doing antibiotics because of um, I'm working on healing my candida and releasing that um, as well as I'm refusing to take steroids if I do not take steroids. I really don't want to be taking them so um, blessings to my dear friend Sarah Petrina for helping me out and she helped me come up with this uh, nice little uh, concoction to put on my butt um, I've activated charcoal and oil of oregano. And echinacea extract to really help extract out this poison. Um, but yeah, I think this had to happen because there was some deep medicine in this spider medicine, you know, and uh, kind of like Spider Man in a way. But I'm like the Jane, you know, Mary Jane. So um, I have no idea where this episode is going to take us. All I know is that. What this retreat really helped me understand is to really allow myself to flow in my feminine and to really surrender um, my desire, my, you know, my desire to control and to learn to trust the process and to honor the journey. That's honor the journey, trust the process is the phrase that I've, you know, I've been, it's posted on my Instagram and I write about it a lot because. It's really all that we have. We we have to learn to trust this process and understand that all of this is divinely guided. Um, so I really wanted to get back on this new episode and this episode number 11, these pillars of light um, with full authenticity and uh, spontaneity. I have no idea what this taking us. But what I did here was to share with you some spider medicine and some butterfly medicine um because those were the two predominant medicines that I was um faced with during my 2 weeks almost 2 weeks in Costa Rica and uh I got back Monday, well Tuesday at like 1:30 in the morning and I've just been doing my best to really integrate and coming up with some ideas and allowing myself to just download where spirit wants to take me to help support you because the biggest thing that I'm really hearing is that I don't want to be having followers I want to be helping create I want to help create leaders because we all need leaders right now and we lead from not from the ego but we need to lead from our hearts and to lead from the hearts means we need to allow ourselves to be vulnerable and real and authentic and There's been a lot coming up for me right now, and I'm really working on healing a lot of shame and um, honoring my past and recognizing how all of this has been perfect and how there's, you know, all this is the perfect imperfections. And, you know, yesterday we started, was Ash Wednesday, you know, in the Catholic religion and being born and raised Catholic. Well, I don't think I was born Catholic, but I was brought up Catholic because... My parents chose my 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 religion for me as a child, and as i 've you know discovered my own sense of self discovery and was this close to becoming a religious studies minor in college um, i 've really seen the beauty of all religions, and it 's something i 'm really passionate about so um, while my roots are in catholicism i don 't like to say that that is my religion because I feel like my religion is far deeper than a dogmatic patriarchal You know, belief system. um, While there's still parts of it that I do honor and recognize, like I also honor and recognize a a lot of other beautiful religions. And I'm what I'm really hearing right now is stopping and healing this like belief of separation, separation from one another, separation from God, separation from our divinity, separation from our truth. And we just have to really, this is a time for us to really come together and to help support one another. So I wanted just to start off with some little insights about spider medicine and because I want to start there because the spider bite on my butt is like real right now. (laughs) And uh, there's a reason for everything, you know, this is all part of the process. So about eight weeks ago, I wrote about spider medicine and at the beginning of this 2017, and right now, as we're about to embark on spring, this is the time for us to really plant the seeds. And you know, we're finally coming out of the dark because holy shit, like this whole fall and uh, winter was very challenging. and not not just for me, but for a lot of us. You know, we're seeing a lot of uh, political uproar, and we're seeing the patriarchy trying what it can to really grasp. last of its of its power as we allow this more balanced divine masculine divine feminine essence within us and within the world and we're seeing this rise of the feminine and uh this beautiful rebirthing happening as we also heal our inner masculine and growing up super masculine you know i'm a gemini so it's like i'm literally the epitome of the masculine Um, and I want to talk a little bit about my story and that shame too, that I'm really working on healing and this download that I got today was just like, holy shit, like is probably the most vulnerable writing piece I've ever written about myself and my journey. And if it comes out at this podcast, great. If not, you're gonna have to stay tuned because again, like all of this is being divinely guided and I've allowed Spirit to take the lead on this podcast episode. Um, because I didn't wanna have control and I didn't want to really put a limit as to where this message needs to go today. Um, with this eclipse season, you know, just finishing up and a lot of people had a really difficult new moon, but for me it was celebratory. I was partying and, you know, dancing till 5 o'clock in the morning and then taking a shuttle at 6 a.m. to, like, one of my favorite DJs, Gold Cap, and it was just, like, tribal house, like, so much goodness. And I was just by myself, dancing my face off and just, like, no expectations. There's just, like, me and the music and about, like, 80 new friends from all over the world just dancing and grooving. And it's just, like, that's what feels me the most is the music. So I... Uh, yeah, I have no idea where this is leading us, but this is about total surrender and to trust this process. <laughs> so um, going back to the spider medicine, um, spider comes out, you know, the spider really, when we think about spiders, we think about their beautiful webs and the sacred geometry in these webs and the art and the patience and really webbing the future, you know, with, with, our, with our creativity. And so what I'm really feeling right now is, you know, it's really interesting because I'm almost at this point of like 4,000 friends on Instagram and three, when I reached 3,000, that was very much a catalytic number. And so now it's four is about, you know, things are about to flow and it's coming into action right now. And I'm really feeling that as a, you know, as an avid believer and, Kind of a student of numerology. I allow numbers to really move through me. And I know that's how spirit talks to me a lot is through numbers, um, as life is just this one huge, like, mathematical equation. Um, So, yeah, so essentially what I'm really feeling with the spider medicine is like asking us, this medicine's asking us to really set the foundation as we build this queendom this year and to have patience because. I'm ready to release what no longer serves. Uh, The biggest message I got from Costa Rica is to stop playing small. And so for me to stop playing small, I need to allow myself to continue to be more vulnerable and authentic and real. And people lately on Instagram have been messaging me saying like, oh my gosh, you're so real and thank you for being who you are. And all of that is wonderful and I really appreciate your reaching out and your love and support, but I feel more than ever like there's we have to be real and we have to be authentic, and we are called to be passionate right now. Um, the spider is really about you know, like finding balance between the past and the future. And so, I'm really allowing myself, even with this Lenten season, to forgive myself and to forgive others um, and to not allow myself to be a victim anymore. Because um, when we victimize ourselves, we play small. And we have to remember that the universe is working for us, not against us. And things may not look the way, but I always, I've been telling myself a lot lately, this or something better. And um, right now I'm weaving my own web as I reclaim my sovereignty. And essentially my life is my art. And so I am living my life as a meditation, you know, the sacred ritual, the hashtag that I ask people to share when they purchase shamanic dream is to live in ceremony because life is a ceremony. You know, we are here and this is our time. The way we choose to live our lives is how we honor our divinity and how we are here to help serve humanity. So, um, life is my sacred ritual. And my biggest ritual right now is balancing my masculine and feminine energy um between my physical and my spiritual bodies because we have to be able to balance these energies for us to recognize and realize heaven on earth. And for many years, you know, I had this, this is something that I was writing about earlier today. I've had to really understand, Oh my God. So yeah. um, I had to understand, you know, that I'm, it's time for me to drop any belief that I have of being unworthy and any belief that I have of, of being not enough because I recognize that I am enough, I am worthy, and I am perfectly imperfect, and it's okay. You know, I'm human and I make mistakes, and I'm do- working hard every day to forgive myself because I've grown up being my toughest critic. And especially because of comparison, you know, like the media, and especially like with the social media, which is hilarious right now because I don't have a phone because it went swimming in a waterfall. And uh, me not having this phone is like, really liberating in a way because all I have is an iPad and a computer right now. And, you know, again, trust the process. Like there's a reason why I don't have a phone is because I'm allowing myself to disconnect and really integrate, um, Costa Rica and what this trip is because before I left like months ago, Sahar asked me to be part of this retreat a few months ago, but I was in the middle of launching shamanic dream and I didn't want to, overbook and, you know, say yes and then couldn't say no. So it was a very spontaneous, like needed thing to do because again, I was like losing my fucking mind and, but I needed to understand, I understand that all of that was coming up for me during the eclipse portal was just like the purging and the releasing of what no longer serves. So, um, as I'm in this hustle, I'm allowing myself to flow right now as I'm really working on some programs and, um, yeah, I'm just really refining it right now because I want to be able to serve what I can for you to the best of my ability. And I refuse to put out something half-assed because that's always how I've lived my life. Um, I refused, you know, for a long time. I, I Up until I refused to be in relationships because I always felt half-assed. And I didn't want to, like, have this man come in my life to help fill in a void that I knew that I needed to work through. So, um, you know, it's for years, like I really been working on healing myself. And now I'm really working on allowing myself to be open and allowing myself to still be a gypsy at heart, but allowing myself to settle and just share my life with someone. Um, and for me to do that, I'm embracing my passion because I know I'm a very passionate woman and it's been very hard for me to find a man who can handle a whole lot of woman, you know, and, uh, for me to be able to be who I am fully and authentically like I'm, I'm you know my I'm opening up space for someone who can appreciate me and honor me for who I am and for my journey and for the deep healing that I've known for years I've needed to work on but it's I'm like happy to say I'm finally at this point where I feel like I've done all the healing I've really needed to do that has prevented me from like being my full authentic self. And I think a major part of me healing myself is even speaking about it right now and allowing that belief of not being enough and speaking about it. I'm relinquishing that control over me because I'm reclaiming my own personal control through my own sovereignty. And uh, I've just been really witnessing a lot um, of past life stuff that's been coming up. And understanding like holy shit, like all of this stored like junk in my DNA, like it's ready to be cut through. That carbon crap is ready to be cut through and I'm allowing myself to tap into my crystalline energy. Um so yeah, so again, like I have no idea where this these times are gonna you know, what's gonna happen these next few months, these next few weeks. Um but as I continue to like believe in myself and to believe in my mission and to believe in my, my business and my brand, um, believe in the process and to know that all of this is divinely guided and perfect. Like I know that it's what is, you know, this or something better. And I know something better is coming than what I can even imagine. Um, because people ask me like, how did you get here? And I always say, I have no idea how I got here because in all reality, I don't, all I do know is that I followed my heart I listened to my intuition and I didn't let the world outside me try to dictate or tell me how to live my life. Um, so I really just invite you to really tap in and go deep within and allow that to guide you. Like this is we need to lead with heart right now and we can't allow it to lead with our mind, like our head. And we have to be able to have this like symbiotic relationship between our mind, body and spirit And uh, we need to heal with the mind, you know, we have to recognize that a lot of us were catching the collective unconscious right now, because what I really believe is that we're going through this like massive spiritual warfare right now, where we're really being called to rely on faith, and to walk by faith, not by sight. Because everything that we're seeing in the world right now is a result of our past thoughts and our past beliefs. That's what the 3D world's all about. But as we tap into this 5D consciousness, this Christ consciousness, there's a reason why, you know, this like Star of David, which is like super so associated with like Israel and like, you know, the birthplace of like Jesus. And you see a lot of that Star of David um, symbol. And that's also the same symbol as the heart chakra. And like, there's a lot of correlations of the sacred geometry. Um, there's no accidents to that. And so that Christ consciousness, the, to be the christened one is to be the anointed one. And Mary Magdalene's the one that anointed, you know, our brother Jesus here. And so I've been feeling a lot of her energy lately. And part of me sometimes feels like I am part of the reincarnation of Mary Magdalene. And some people may think I'm crazy, but um, what I've been really seeing lately is the wounds of my past are highly associated and relative to what Mary Magdalene faced. It's like feeling of, of, you know, prosecution for her sexuality and her sensuality and uh, the patriarch trying to stop her because, you know, they were pissed off that she's the one that found Jesus in the tomb. And it was a woman, you know, that was like his greatest, his greatest, uh, His greatest teacher and uh, his greatest, you know, sidekick, essentially, like they were twin flame, like they were lovers, the twin flame lovers. And a lot of people, the patriarch doesn't want to admit it, but they were, they were a strong power couple. And uh, I've been told, you know, like with my flat feet from my shaman, when I went to go see John of God, who I'm going to be talking, I'm going to talk about that experience in a couple episodes down the line. Um, But she was telling me, you know, do you have flat feet? And I said, yes. And she was telling me that it's because I, you know, I walked alongside Jesus um, in a past life. And I really do believe that. And I think that's a lot of um, the stuff that I've been healing because, uh, you know, I grew up Catholic and for a long time I had a really hard time like relating to church. And I mean, I was kind of like forced to go to mass and stuff with my grandparents and Um, but like, I never, it never really associated with me. What stuck with me a lot was the fear and the dogma. And it like prevented me a lot from, from living like certain ways of my life. But in all reality, like the fear is protecting us from something up until we don't really need to be ruled by the fear anymore. And, uh... We have to honor that fear and just recognize that fear is just simply a call for love and it's a false evidence appearing real. And, you know, as a student of A Course in Miracles, it's a lot of what uh, I've been guided by, you know, anything real, anything real cannot be threatened and anything unreal doesn't exist. And I don't, I'm at this point now where I've had to heal my belief about God and like how God is about, like, he doesn't want us, God doesn't want us to have this, like, to be persecuted and to live in this like fear base. Cause we are always taught that God is love, but they love to put like all this like fear and loathing of God, like the wrath of God. And to me it was just another need of control. And so lately I've just been really working on reclaiming my power back and to heal that karmic DNA coding from my ancestors and from past lives and to recognize my own personal relationship with God as I reclaim my own divinity and to find that oneness with God and not see God outside of me. So that's what I'm really focusing a lot during this Lenten season of these 40 days. And I'm doing my 40 day sauna right now, I'm prepping for Desert Hearts, which is this beautiful Southern California festival of house and techno and love and um My friend Shane and I, who he's the head coordinator of the yoga, we went to Burning Man together and on our, you know, 36 hour drive back and forth, if not longer, we were talking about building this red tent um, to help with the healing of this, of the feminine. And so I'm super excited to like announce that, you know, I'm going to be one of the head medicine women of, of the festival. And for me to prep for that right now, like I'm really, um, I'm really dedicated to my sadhana practice. Part of my Lenten thing that I'm doing is I'm cutting out sugar and breads and, um, dairy and meat because, um, I'm working on having another can doing my candida flush as well as doing another gallstone flush right now. Um, because I just really want to be this clear, pure channel to help support the women that, maybe coming through my classes. I'm hosting three classes and um I'm super excited and I'm really honored, you know, that I get to be able to share my medicine and to really help support the women that are coming through. Um but yeah, so this is about me for me to be able to be a clear channel and for me to be the highest and fullest expression of myself. I need to allow myself to release any shame or guilt or doubt or fear about my past and be gentle with myself because I've been doing my best that I can based on my level of awareness. And this like goddess, the goddess energy, I feel like is so strong in the spider, you know, and she has this number eight, like her body, she's got eight, eight legs. And the eight is a very strong goddess number. And, uh, The spider is reminding me of my infinite potential and that there's no limits to our beauty and to our grace and to my soul. And to just really trust in this divine plan in my life right now and all the work that I've done over the years, I feel like is finally paying off. Um, You know, I allowed myself to hibernate for a long time, to do my own deep healing. I sacrificed a lot to... Not live a life like all my other friends were doing. And I just allowed myself to be present and allowed myself to like just really be follow through with the guidance that I received back during uh, a difficult LSD experience that I had five years ago. And what was super awesome is like it was a full circle because when I was at Envision, like two of my sprays from um, Shamanic Dream, Grounded, which is for the root chakra. And Intuitive, which is uh, the third eye. So Grounded is donated to the Zendo Project. And the Zendo Project offers psychedelic harm reductions at festivals um, to help create safe spaces for those who are having difficult trips. And the MAPS is the Multidisciplinary Association of Psychedelic Studies. And so they're working a lot with getting approved like MDMA for... um, for couple's therapy as well as PTSD for the vets they 're working a lot with psilocybin to help with depression and paranoia and PTSD as well as um, LSD to help with near death um, to help with near death uh, patients you know that are about to transition and have this fear of death. Um, so essentially like there are two organizations I'm so extremely passionate about because one, I psychedelic saved my life and for a long time I had care. I carried a lot of shame about it because again, it was that fear or that like dogma of like not being pure. And, um, I just carried a lot of shame about it, even though it was my medicine and the shame that I carried was, you know, because of comparison and I compared myself to a lot of the spiritual teachers that are bit like the generation before me. And a lot of them are AA recovering alcoholics or cocaine addicts, but I've never done cocaine in my life. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I don't I, I never abused alcohol because there were all, sometimes I like blacked out but like to be an excessive but that was because of like my own pain and trying to shut down but it was not even a handful of times but otherwise growing up European and being raised by an Italian grandfather we had wine every night and it wasn't it wasn't taboo for us to drink and so to me, like even now, like I don't I don't go out to drink unless like I'm celebrating and if I'm doing drinking it's tequila or some like bomb craft beer. I mean I'm also like I'm halfway between I'm part time between Joshua Tree Palm Springs and uh San Diego and San Diego is the craft beer capital, so I love my beer, but right now I'm doing this candida flush so I can't have the gluten. But uh <laughs> but yeah, so I mean again, like I had to, you know, it wasn't until going to Burning Man Sober this year that I realized like to not be ashamed of my past with psychedelics and these medicines and recognize and appreciate how they helped me. I think I was still going through a lot of the pain that came up for me um, from the medicines and understanding that what was coming up and what was arising was for me to be able to heal it and transmute it and to honor it. And so... um, Again, for me to stop playing small, I'm allowing myself to be vulnerable and real and authentic about my use of psychedelics in the past and being an ally of groups like uh, MAPS and the Zendo Project and really quitting this like talk of like drug abstinence because people are still going to be taking these, these medicines, but we have to allow ourselves to be smart about it and have proper education so that we can, um, prevent like deep, deep pain and deep harm. Um, because it took me, because I, ha- I didn't have those resources, you know, when I had that difficult trip at Coachella and it was like the scariest fucking experience of my life because there was a lot of, um, repressed pain, repressed inner child that came up, um, repression of love because I felt like I was unworthy for so long and I grew up depressed and really, um, Afraid of love. I was really afraid of love. I always wanted love, but I was afraid of it because it was something I couldn't control. And growing up a control freak and being that masculine energy, I had, I didn't know what it was like to be receptive. And I felt like I needed to control and, you know, take on everything other than trusting and allowing. So um, that's what's really been coming up for me a lot lately is to be more in the surrender and to be more receptive and to understand that I'm not a victim of the world. And if anything, like the world is a friendly place. It is here to support me. And everything I'm going through right now is part of some great divine plan. And I may not know what it looks like, but I know it's going to be beautiful if I continue to lead with my heart and stay true to myself and to embrace all of my quirks and my imperfections and who I am. And so, um, yeah, right now, again, like I'm allowing myself to really be vulnerable because I want to see more vulnerability and more authenticity. And to help heal the shame. And so um, when I was on in Costa Rica, I was at this waterfall um, near the festival. And my phone went swimming. And what was amazing was like, okay, I just embraced it as it was. It's like, okay, the universe wants me to be present. And so part of me being present, you know, I just was looking at this waterfall and seeing this purification. And I haven't really been to a waterfall since I was at John of God. Um, two years before and I never really had the time to integrate uh, my experience at John of God because I came home I taught at Desert Hearts and then I moved back home three weeks after coming back to help be my my grandmother's caretaker and it was a very intense experience for me at John of God intense but in a beautiful way um and I might be talking about it next week now that I think about it, because it's time for me to open up about it. And I'm also writing an article for Spirit Guides magazine about it. So check them out if you haven't. Um, but yeah, so after my my phone went swimming, you know, and this waterfall and it was just, to me, it was just like purification and fresh start and it was just beautiful and all these beautiful people from all over the world around us. Like it felt like we're all at the watering hole, you know, we're all different, but we're all coming to like cool off because it was hot as shit and so humid. And this desert rat is so used to dry heat and this like humid heat and sleeping on the jungle floor and dancing and feeling like dehydrated. It was just like, Oh, it was just so refreshing to be around water and water is just so healing for us. And it's so connected to our emotions and our sacral chakra. And to me, Costa Rica was all about healing my sacral chakra because I've wanted to go since I was a young girl, like it was a bucket list since I was so small to go ziplining through the jungles of Costa Rica and I did it and it was so invigorating and so awesome and hanging upside down, crossing over the jungle bed was just like absolutely insane and of course my GoPro died halfway through but I'm pretty sure I got some footage of it, maybe I'll share it with you um, if I can retrieve it. But uh, yeah, so I just did d- deep sacral healing, you know, and allowing myself to embrace my femininity and tap into that Adi Shakti. And so after my phone went swimming, um, well, before my phone went swimming, I should start. We I brought these. I brought Doreen Virtue's goddess cards um, for the women to pull, and we had that as part of our opening ceremony. And um, Sahara saged everyone. I brought everyone a piece of selenite. And um, this goddess deck, which I've been, you know, passing around cards since Burning Man. So this was like one of my old decks. But now it's like infused with so much juju and love. And I, you know, and every woman that pulled a card, like it was so in tune and so in alignment with where they were on their journey. And so the one that I pulled, hilariously enough, I pulled um, the Butterfly Maiden And I'll read it to you what it talks about. And the theme is transformation. You're experiencing enormous change right now, which brings great blessings. As you go through this period of change, it's natural for you to wonder if your future is safe. I'm here to assure you that you're part of nature's cycles of birth, death, and rebirth. The Satanama, as we call in Kundalini Yoga to bring in your desired newness you must first allow old parts of your life to fall away these changes are to be celebrated not feared give thanks for this shedding of the old embrace all of the lessons it brought and then let it go be giddy with excitement for the newness of the gifts that are now being bestowed upon you and let their magic surprise and delight you <laughs> So essentially it's saying, like, don't be concerned about endings as they're bringing in the new for you. Your prayers have been answered with this change. Let go of the old. Don't worry about these changes. They're truly for the best. And so the butterfly maiden is the hoppy Native American spirit who ensures that crops yield healthy and bountiful harvests. She's a springtime goddess who helps us escape from any cocoon situation that's trapping us or impeding our growth or joy. If you're feeling stuck, she's a wonderful goddess to call upon during the emerging process. She'll also guide you through life's transitions and will help you spread your wings. And that to me was like what Costa Rica was all about. Like I was literally I felt like I've been stuck in this cocoon or like I've been a pot like this plant in a pot. That has been too small, and I can't branch out my roots anymore. You know, I, b- I moved back to my hometown to take care of my grandmother, and I'm really ready for this next phase of my life to move. And, you know, wherever I'm divinely guided to go, like I'm, I'm ready and I'm ready to stop playing small and I'm ready to spread my wings with my business and for you and to help you out. And so, to me, Madam Butterfly was, has been my spirit guide for the past few weeks. And so um, after, you know, we went to envision after the retreat and what was so insane was that after my phone went swimming, there were four butterflies flying around me, three white ones, which to me was like the purity represented to me, the purity of the catalyst and the change that was coming in my life. And they were flying all around me. But then one in particular was this orange butterfly. And again, orange is the color of our sacral chakra. And that's the chakra I've been really working a lot on um, as I've been healing a lot of my inner child and dealing with some, like, sexual trauma that I had when I was a kid where I, I I had a hard time learning to trust men because I was, like, inappropriately touched by, like, an older man who was, like, a teacher. And, you know, just, like, it was just not okay. And so what I've been doing is, you know, healing a lot of that and allowing myself to tap into my creativity. And along for a long time, I shut off my sacral chakra because I was so ashamed and so fearful of being like my sexual expressive self. Like, to be honest, like for 27 years, like I was celibate because of fear and thinking that I was unworthy and not enough. And I played small, I allowed myself to gain 200 pounds um, because I felt like, oh, if I were big, then I wouldn't be hurt by a man again because, like I said, that trauma that I had was really detrimental and it was like right in the middle of puberty and, you know, to have like a teacher tell me like, oh, my bra is crooked when I'm like 11 years old and him massaging our, my shoulders and stuff, it was just like super painful for me and I just like it was a boundary that was crossed that I didn't know was appropriate or wasn't and you know for so long like I was quiet about it and it wasn't until recently I told my parents about it and Pops was pissed but um I've had to heal that and for me like I had a hard time like trusting men and I had a lot of intimacy issues and fear of being touched because of that. Um, so there was a lot of that trauma that I've been really working on healing and releasing. And even for me to speak about this openly right now is extremely vulnerable for me. Um, but I can't allow myself to play small anymore. And I was sitting in my old like, Catholic school church yesterday at Ash Wednesday, and it was coming up a lot for me. And so... Um, I need to reclaim my power back and to be honest about it and talk about it because it was completely inappropriate. And uh for a long time I didn't understand boundaries because that boundary was was crossed a long time ago and it really tarnished myself. And like this whole last year was a lot about boundaries for me and learning to say no as I'm stepping more into like my divinity, into my goddess self and I grew up a people pleaser so now it's like I've been really working on honoring myself and listening to what's right for me and stop trying to please everyone else because I need to make sure that I feel it feels right you know the whole consent understanding and uh, speaking and being truthful about it so um, yeah so that was like really deep pain that I've been working through that sacral energy and um, you know, for a long time, like I've always been told, like my friend Egan, when I was in college, he was like, you're the most passionate person I know. And I do have a lot of passion. And I mean, when I was um, applying for college, when I went to Chapman, uh, they asked, like, what's your what was your favorite quote? And it was from Steve Pelvina, who's one of the, the I feel like the oldest uh, life coaches there are out there. <laughs> And so this quote that I wrote for my college application, it's reigned so true to my life even up until now. And it's passion and purpose go hand in hand go hand in hand. When you discover your purpose, you'll normally find it's something you're tremendously passionate about. And I've always been passionate about you know, the sacred reunion. And I've been studying about twin flames and indigo soul since I was like 14 years old. And I had my first tarot reading when I was 14. And I've been into astrology and, you know, um, other religions. Like I remember I found this like folder that I made in the first grade and I drew a yin and yang symbol and peace signs. And so clearly like all of that is kind of showing signs that this is the work that I'd be doing. You know, I've been a coach since I was 15 years old. I started off as a volleyball coach, um, when I was in high school to my old middle school. And, uh, so when I look back at my life and see how, like, where all these things were pointing to. And now that I'm, you know, turning 28 and in the Saturn return and recognizing where I've been and, you know, what interests me as a kid, like I'm really finding myself in alignment with my purpose. And, um, Yeah, so essentially, like, I've been super passionate uh, my whole life. And uh, I know what I want. And uh, because of, like, being passionate, I'm, you know, that's how I've been connected to my sacral chakra. Um, But yeah, at the same time, like, I've, I've been very, like, aware of who I share my passion with. Because I've been hurt and I've been misused by men time and time again. Um, but I allow that to happen. It's like I can't blame anyone else but myself at the same time, too. But I'm working on healing myself with that. um, honoring my journey and recognizing like I won't accept that anymore. Like I was abused by someone I thought was a friend, you know, like verbally abused by them and um, psychologically abused by them. And it was super tormenting. And that was their way of, quote unquote, showing love and It was so unhealthy and it really fucked with my head for a long time. Um, But I've learned, I'm learning to forgive them and to forgive myself for allowing that to happen. And to just know that, like, I didn't deserve that. And to recognize that it's not, like, it's not okay what they did. And, but at the same time, like, I'm not gonna be holding it against them anymore because I refuse to be drinking the poison. So, essentially, like, the unicorn that I am here, you know, like, I've always known what I've wanted, and I've always felt like an outsider, um, super disconnected, and it's, like, now, like, that, that butterfly, um, the butterfly medicine that's been coming through, you know, has been a lot about breaking free and, like, spreading your wings and um, the idea of transformation, and, you know, I... have I think that's what drew me to like the house music and um, quote unquote EDM scene was that that was the place for all the freaks to hang out and all the people who didn't fit in and the misfits. And that was the first time I found God. That's where, you know, like I found love. That's where um, it just resonated with my soul in such a way. That's like my community. And I'm so passionate about the music and so passionate about the movement of the unity and the community and you know the full authentic expression of yourself and conscious people who also like to party and finding that balance um I carried a lot of shame of that too like you know I was going to festivals and I still carried shame and pushed away love because of substance abuse and um like feeling like it wasn't enough. And, you know, I'm at a point now where like I've been going to the past few festivals completely sober, which has been great. Um, but you know what? It's at the same time. It's like, I'm not judging other people for if they decide to do it because they need the medicine and they're healing that somehow or another, hopefully. Um, so yeah, so the butterfly message was all about, even with, um, the butterfly maiden, you know, it's like, Really stay true to your soul and honor your sacred voice. And um, when you do that, the miracles are guaranteed because you're helping shift that perception from fear to love. And um, these, this according to Native American culture, you know, the butterfly represents change and joy. And again, it's about me surrendering the plan and trusting the process, surrendering what no longer serves, surrendering any fears and allowing the divine grace to lead me towards everlasting peace and joy and love. So that means I need to get out of my own way, but still listen to my inner guidance and connect to my intuition and allow myself to heal, Um, listen to my gut. And so that's why I've been really focused on doing this Candida flush and working on my gallstone, so that I can have a better relationship with my gut. Because while I've released almost, uh, I've released about 55 pounds and I would like to get rid of my last 10 um, but my excess weight is all around my lower belly and I know it's a lot from the cortisol and the sugar. And so I'm still in the final phases, you know, of healing my, um, my sacral and solar plex chakras. And what's really interesting is that the weight that I am now was the weight that I was in middle school. And so that's what I'm seeing is that like, I've been shedding layers and layers and layers of the trauma from the ages before, but now like I'm, I'm diving in deep and healing the last of the trauma of that extra, like 15 pounds that I gained, I gained from puberty. Um, like I remember when I had, like when I started my menstrual cycle when I was like in the sixth grade on the 4th of July, um, essentially like that summer, like I, I gained like so much weight and I just used to sit at home and play The Sims because it was always hot in the desert. And I lived in Desert Hot Springs, like, which is about 15 minutes away from Joshua Tree and about 30 minutes away from Palm Springs. And so, like, I was very alone all the time. And I came back that summer, like, thick from at school. And then nine eleven happened. So there was, like, all of that trauma there. And then, so, yeah, I've just been seeing this, like, um, unraveling of tr- the past five years has been unraveling of trauma for what it's been like 16 years since 9-11 so it was just I've been working on 16 years of trauma and even more you know like still working on like the younger inner child trauma that was like pre pre pre-puberty I've been having a lot of images when I was like three years old I used to live essentially at the children's hospital in San Diego Um, my cousin she was two years old when she passed away of leukemia and I was three and so every weekend, I, I would spend a lot of time in the hospital with her because she was, like, my best friend. And we'd watch The Little Mermaid together, and we loved Disney movies together. And, um, yeah, so I lost my best friend at the age of three. So I've been literally dealing with death since the age of three. And uh, I was always, like, different, like I said. And so I had a, a lot different grasp and understanding. Like, to me, sometimes I feel like I was I – I've – been processing things as an adult even when I was a child like you know they say children know everything and like we're so tapped in and in tuned and the way of I thought patterns were even as a young kid was like bizarre now that I think of it like I wasn't challenged in schools a lot so I just didn't give a shit for so long and then that's when I acted out or whatever because it wasn't challenging because I was learning about shit that I felt like didn't really matter like I wish I was learning more about life than about like things and like math, like I was really good at like geometry and stuff, which is, that's why I feel like I'm so like connected to sacred geometry, but like other maths or like certain just things that I was learning, I just felt like it was so irrelevant. So I didn't like put a lot of energy or effort into it for a long time. Like I didn't take school seriously. It was just like an opportunity for me to like be obnoxious as fuck and act out. Um, but yeah, so, night now, like I'm in this very like interesting phase of like unraveling the past of what no longer serves and all that past pain. Um, because it's just been repressed energy on my body. Um, and my body is showing me the places that I need to really tap into and heal. Um, but yeah, so essentially the butterfly tells us to stop sweating the small stuff and focus on the bigger picture. And, uh, when well, my phone was swimming, <laughs> I was just like breathing. I was like, whatever, it's just a phone. It's replaceable. It's not like I lost my passport or anything. And so those three butterflies were flying around. And then all of a sudden, this like orange butterfly lands on my wrist and is drinking water from my Amazonite bracelet I got, like my Mantras and Miracles bracelet. And it's it's tuned into to Sat Nam. Like truth is your identity. And the throat chakra has been so strong for me lately. Like... All of my injuries have been around my throat. Obviously, I'm a communicator. I'm communicating to you right now. Um, I was in a neck brace for four months. Um, What else? I've had like polyps on my vocal cords. Like, I just everything's been around my throat. And when I was at Burning Man this past year, like my throat chakra bowl shattered at the temple. Um, I'm ruled by the throat because I'm a Gemini again, the communicator and Mercury. Uh, so yeah, so that was like pretty bizarre that she was drinking this or he was drinking this, like the water from my beads on my wrist for like 15 minutes. She was drinking the water on my wrist and everyone around the waterfall was freaking out because this butterfly is literally sitting on my hand. And to me, that was so symbolic is just like, be patient, allow, allow it to come back to you. Like stop trying. The butterfly comes when you allow yourself to be in stillness and you don't need to try to force it to come. Just allow it to come. And so I've been allowing even the messages of like my work to come and how I'm supposed to serve because that's a huge part of my like exhaustion before I came, Uh, before I came to Costa Rica. It was just about like, I've been trying and trying so hard to, you know, really come up with packages and, figure out my offerings in a way that I can help serve because more than anything, I just want to serve. Like I want to be of service and I want to help serve you and I want to help serve humanity the best way I can. But in all reality, I was fucking exhausted. Like I was so tired. My soul was like trying to leave my body time and time again. And, uh, I was like, no, there's still work to be done. Like I'm not ready to go yet. And that's like real talk right there especially during the inauguration, like the morning of the inauguration, I literally like felt like I was dying, just like layers of shit was coming out. And oh, my God, it was so painful. So um, yes, this butterfly is drinking this water on my wrist. And I'm just like sitting there and just like being present and enjoying it. And then, um, you know, this butterfly is very much reminder that like all these massive changes are coming forth in my journey and to like embrace it all and to keep the faith alive. And flow with grace and you know there's been so many twists and turns on this journey and it hasn't looked the way that I wanted it to because it's not supposed to be about me this isn't about my ego leading the way this is about tapping into my heart and like really understanding that like when I live with my heart and like guide with my heart like it's the easiest thing for us to do like we are love it's our natural state of being and so even though there's been a lot of ebbs and flows you know it's been like worth it. And I'm involved, I'm evolving into like my, the best version of myself right now. And that's something that I've known I've needed to do for a while. And again, like I held off on relationships a lot because I wanted to be the best version of myself, but I felt like I wanted to like figure it out on my own kind of thing because I, that was me taking responsibility for my past actions and, um, so I'm re- here to reclaim my sovereignty and to take responsibility for my life and like I'm here to really welcome in the joy and the peace that are waiting for me to 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 be witnessed and to be realized. and so after this butterfly was on my wrist for 15 minutes it moved to the top of my head and it was just chilling on my head for like a half hour and I, I shit you not and it reminded me, remember when you were like young and you had those like butterfly hair clips with like the springs on it. I found it at my uh, my grandma's sister's house. It was like my 89-year-old aunt um, at her house on Christmas. And it was like my butterfly hair clip that used to have the springs because I've always been very connected to the butterfly medicine. And that's what it felt like was this butterfly was sitting on my head. So I just felt that was that it was, again, that inner child healing that I really got from Costa Rica. And um Again, like I knew that I had one more solo trip in me before it was time for me to settle down and to really be who I am and to like step out of my comfort zone and step out of the spiritual closet and um, to really come out into the world because like I've been playing so small up until now and um, I'm really allowing myself to just be present and to embrace who I am and to like be okay with knowing that my journey hasn't looked like everyone else's, you know, and to understand that it's not supposed to look like everyone else. And that we need to stop comparing ourselves to the people that we see on social media with where they are in their life or where they are in their business or where they are in their relationships, because everyone has their own journey. And that's what I love. Like, I call my mentorship program, the Solistic Journey, because I really want to help women embrace their journey and to help heal their traumatic wounds from the past. And really allow themselves to go through these allow themselves to like be give them permission to dive in deep so that they can cut through all the shit and build the foundation, a really strong foundation, so that they can build their queendom with grace and build the businesses that they know they're here to do. And I'm I'm really excited to see like who, you know, who signs up with me and who I'm here to help and how like, you know, I can be of service and to help really connect and to support my sisters and heal this like sacred reunion of the, the, as we balance like the divine masculine, the divine feminine within us, because it's so crucial right now. So yeah, essentially like I had no idea where this episode was going to go, but I knew I was going to talk about a little bit about Costa Rica. And, um, I just really, I really want you to take this Time After this like really intense portal because I know a lot of people are feeling very emotional and a lot of people are feeling like they're, they're just like purging a lot and like getting a lot of energetic upgrades and it's all perfect and just to really be gentle with yourself and to just like be kind to yourself with where you are on your journey and do what you can to be the best version of you every day and I really invite you to forgive yourself and forgive others right now um this is a massive time of atonement right now and this is a time for us to empower ourselves and to stop allowing the poison of the past to bleed into our future and into our present moment and recognize that like where you've been and your journey up into this point like your story is going to help so many people more than you even know but you just have to allow yourself to be vulnerable and authentic and real enough to express it like i don't know if you know this has inspired you in any way or if this is you know what you've gotten from this message but feel free to reach out to me and uh let me know what what if this if this episode has touched you in a way um I again I this was this episode was just a total surrender and I was I'm excited to be back in this flow and there's a lot of women that are reaching out that are really vibing with this podcast and I really thank you with ladies for coming out and reaching out and wanting to be featured on this and I'm still doing my best to integrate and to honor that boundary right now um because I really want to anchor in love I'm so ready to anchor in love And I'm so ready to like release my fears and I'm so ready to recognize my beauty and who I am. And I've done so much inner healing that like I know that it's time for me to like step out and to be who I am and to allow love to come into my life and to like hold that space for like my my God man, my God king to come in and you know, I'm ready to like share my life, not just with you, but I'm ready to share my life with my beloved and create something so beautiful and extraordinary together. And yeah, I, again, this is like me, like stop playing small. This is me releasing my shame in my past. This is me honoring my journey. This is me respecting the roots, but at the same time, like this is me coming out in full emergence and just to simply put the bitches back and it feels so good to be back because I finally feel like I'm back to my whole self again. Um, And it's been like literally five years of me like working through like the depths and the depths, the depths of my ego and like really the depths of my soul, Um, feeling that mermaid energy of like not being afraid of diving in deep. And I love going deep. Like I'm, I'm not into surface level conversation. Like it drives me insane when like the small talk, because I just feel like it's a waste of time. And our time is so precious. Why not connect on like a deep, real and authentic and vulnerable level. But um, yeah, if you have a call, if you want to comment about this episode, I invite you to really do so. Um, And I just want to shout out to all of you who have supported Shamanic Dream up until this point, like to hear like how it's been the subtleness of the energy yet bringing it into your meditation spaces and bring it into your baths and using it as part of your sacred ritual. Like I'm so excited. I do want to announce though that shamanic dream is going to be limited edition. Um, I have a few partnerships coming up and I'm really excited to share with you. Um, but they're not ready yet. So, um, yeah, there's a shamanic dream will be limited edition and, um, I'm I'm excited to see how, you know, this brand continues to unfold. If there's like anything you want to hear about on this episode, if there's anyone you want to you think should be part of this episode, like please feel free to reach out to me. And if you have any comments or anything, like visit the website by clicking on the show links or you can go to shamannasigadassa.guru or you can go to srinarichio.com. They both uh, go to it i'm about to i'm gonna set up a new website just for the podcast um but it's only time will tell and if you haven't subscribed to the tribe and to the family i suggest you do because i've got exciting announcements coming up i'm working on an e-course right now and uh i'm really excited about it and again this is me like stopping playing small and to know that like i'm ready and worthy to share my medicine and to connect with you and to go out there and uh yeah just seeing how this continues to unfold so i hope you enjoyed this episode of the sovereign goddess podcast i'm so happy to be back i'm hoping that this episode you got something out of it uh again i just allowed spirit to lead this one i didn't want to come with like an agenda really um but the only thing I could say, and I just want to leave, is just honor the journey, trust the process, and please know, ladies, that vulnerability is so sexy. And we need you to be vulnerable, to be real, and to be authentic right now. Because the it's time. Like this is the emergence. The divine feminine is awake and she is rising. And here we go, ladies. Like this is our time to shine. This is our time to support one another. This is our time to come together. And recognize and know that all of this is divinely guided and it's perfect, and do what do what you can to you know shine your love and your light to those who cross your path because we're all doing the best that we can, and you have no idea what someone's been going through. So I just really allow yourself to honor them. Honor yourself, honor your boundaries, Um, recognize that the world outside of you is just, you know, that there's pain. Allow that to be an opportunity for you to smother it with your love and your empathy and your compassion because love will save the day, but it starts with ourselves. So, love yourselves, love one another, love Mother Gaia, bless your waters, and uh, I'll be seeing you next week. Satnam, beautiful. Take care.